Welcome to the Homilies and Reflections podcast by Father Steve Anderson from Holy Redeemer Church. Wow, I was listening to the gospel just almost as if for the first time. I know what the homily was going to be, but I listened to the gospel in light of all uh, that I was already thinking. And the first thing I noticed was this is the gospel of John. And the gospel of John is really, really rich. Sometimes you'll have a, a first meaning, but also a second meaning, and sometimes even a third meaning. And I was listening to this reading, and this me- is one of those readings that has like a third meaning to it. When Jesus says he lays down his life and takes it up again, those are the exact same words, exact same words. He's going to say another chapter or so later where he says he laid down his robe and when he was done washing their feet, he took it up again. And so John wants us to see in the foot washing that Jesus lays down his life and he cleanses us from our sins. And then he takes up his life again because the good shepherd lays down his life and takes it up again. John wants us to see that meaning. But I was thinking of something else because in the foot washing, it's really cool. Jesus said, if I'm the master, I'm the good shepherd, I'm the master, if I wash your feet, how much more should you wash one another's feet? And today I want you to take that meaning into the Good Shepherd passage and say, if Jesus is saying, if I'm the Good Shepherd and I lay my life down for the sheep, how much more should you live in this world as the Good Shepherd lives? You should be the Good Shepherd too, and you should lay your life down for one another. And you also should know your sheep. Jesus said, I know my sheep and they know me. And so Jesus knows his sheep. You want to know what's really, really cool about that in the time of Jesus and probably still today? Hebrew shepherds, the Jewish shepherds of Jesus' time, never counted their sheep. They didn't have to. They knew them. They knew their sheep. And so as the sheep came in the gate, They weren't like American shepherds might be going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They never, ever did that because they knew the sheep. They all had names. They all were part of the flock. And when the flock was in, the shepherd just looked and said, wow, here we all are, beautiful. He knew whether all of them were there or if someone was missing. And if someone was missing, he knew who was missing. So the good shepherd knows his flock. And that's how God wants us to live in our world. There's a saying a wise man once said, don't count the sheep or they'll, they won't thrive. Why? Why don't count the sheep or they won't thrive? Because if you count them, then they just become a thing. They become an object. They become impersonal. They become a number. And so God doesn't want the sheep to become a number. God wants the sheep to be known as Jesus knows them and and they know him. And so uh, our religion is not impersonal. The good shepherd we know is Jesus. He's the good shepherd. But Paul teaches us to say, I have been crucified with Christ, the good shepherd, and it's no longer I who live, but that good shepherd's in me. And so God wants all of us, not just the priests, not this, just the bishops, to be shepherds in our world in that sense. And it's really beautiful because I was thinking about Adam, the first human being in the, 
in the creation, right? What did he do? He named everything. God brought all the animals to him and he named all of them. He didn't count any of them. It's not about counting because it's not impersonal. It's very personal. God personally loves each one of us and wants us to personally love one another. Jesus says, a new commandment I give you, love one another the way I love you. And not just one another, but all of creation. Adam was able to name all of creation. That's why the Pope had like a world Earth Day. It wasn't because he's a hippie. It's not because in his ecologist, wake up, be, be intelligent. Intelligence is the ability to make distinctions. Yeah, we have hippies and all that in the world, probably still in Denver or something. But, yeah, I've been to Boulder. There's hippies in Boulder. But, yeah, it's not that. The Pope isn't a hippie. He's a Catholic. He knows creation. He knows God. He knows the Good Shepherd. And he knows he's called to be the Good Shepherd in the world, too. And so he's called to know all his flock, and he's called to know all of creation, and to name it, not to count it. And so there's this beautiful story of an a Indian a sheep farmer, if you will, and uh, he has a beautiful flock of sheep, and the neighbor's dogs keep breaking in and killing his sheep. And so he's thinking, well, I can do one of three things, and I can be a good American and I can sue my neighbor uh, for the loss. I could be a good neighbor and build bigger fences uh, good fences make good neighbors, right? Or he decided on a third option. You know what he did? He got a couple of his young lambs, and he took them over to the neighbor's house because they had a little daughter, and he gave the lambs to the daughter. And the little daughter slept with the lambs and got to know the lambs and got to love the lambs, and they became something not impersonal, but something very personal. It was not something that was just a number, but they became, what, warm, fuzzy lambs that you can sleep with and name and know. And getting to know the lambs, it was only a short time where the neighbors began to put their dogs in a pen to where they couldn't hurt any of the sheep. The answer to the problem wasn't, suing or it wasn't fences it was getting to know the sheep and so that's our answer as well to live in the world as good shepherds to get to know one another to get to know all of creation to get to know everything that God has created as God's and so we give it our love and we give it a name and we love it because it's named that's our way of living in the world. And so who do we love? Well, whoever's part of creation and whatever's part of creation. So it's Jew and Greek and Gentile and Samaritan. It's, it's rejects. It's, it's lepers. It's the outcast. It's the marginalized. It's you. It's me. Who's in this sheepfold? We are all in this sheepfold. So when Jesus says, who is my neighbor? It's everybody and all things. 
We are called to be in the world as the good shepherd is in the world in a way that we know all things and all people and we love all things and all people. To know in the Bible is to love. There's a story that I love uh, because maybe because they got good Scandinavian names. This uh, one man, Carl, he was like the richest man in the valley. And he loved to ride through the valley on his horse and just survey all that he owned. And one day he was riding and he uh, came to this poor tenant farmer that was on his land, uh, Hans. Hans was under a big oak tree just settling down for lunch, a little uh, black bread and uh, cheese and uh, what would that be, like a rye or some kind of bread. And, um, and, uh, and Carl comes up to him and Hans doesn't notice because he's giving thanks for his food. And he looks up and he says, oh, I didn't see you there, sir. I'm sorry I was giving thanks for my food. And Carl said, if I was eating that, I wouldn't give thanks for that. Uh, and so Hans says, it's more than enough. It's, it's plenty, and I'm very thankful for it. But it's good that you're here because I had a dream last night, and I wanted to talk with you. And Carl's like, oh, dreams, dreams, dreams. And he's like, uh, okay, what did you dream? And Hans says, uh, just before I woke up, I had this dream, and I heard a voice say, the richest man in the valley is going to die tonight. And Carl's like, oh, that's just a dumb dream. And he rides off, and as the day goes on, he can't get the thought out of his mind. And he's like, I don't know, I thought I was feeling healthy. Maybe I'm not feeling so healthy anymore. And by the time it was night, he calls the doctor and sends for him, and the doctor comes and, uh, and is checking him over and just does a thorough checkup and says, dude, you are as healthy as a horse. You have nothing to worry about. And so uh, Carl was uh, just being consoled when a messenger arrives at the door for the doctor and he says, doctor, come quickly. Hans has just died. Yeah. The richest man in the valley has died. And I was thinking before that the Good Shepherd, we do vocations talks a lot of times on this day, on Good Shepherd Sunday, to get more priests, more bishops into the church. But I'm thinking maybe the richest man in the valley today isn't the priest and it's not the bishops. I'm thinking maybe God's looking at you and saying, I want you to be the Good Shepherd. Just like in the New Testament, the only priest the New Testament knows about is you, the priesthood of believers. Priests like me aren't called priests. We're called presbyters in the Greek and the New Testament. You are the priests. And it's after the order of Melchizedek. And in the same way, you're the one Jesus wants to live like he lives. If I wash feet, how much more should you? If I lay down my life, how much more should you? If I know mine and they know me, how much more should you? You're the one who God's looking at today to incorporate this wonderful message of being the good shepherd in your world over all that is in your life. We're called to live that way. Why? Because we're called to lay down our lives. That's the faith of the good shepherd. That's the way of the cross, of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's our way, and that's our faith. 
and what a wonderful faith we have.